0: Welcome to the Big Dave podcast. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right on B105. You know what? You're right.
1: We're well, getting into a really nice uh, spring weather week here in Cincinnati and uh, with spring comes some spring related problems and one of them has found their way into our Who Was Right Last Night courtroom today and Jen wants to tell us all about it. You got a problem with your husband Tim. What's going on here?
2: Yeah, well, personally I don't think it's a problem, but I guess my husband has made it a problem. What's that? Well, every year, you know, it's springtime. The birds start making their nests. I think it's really cute and sweet. And, you know, they started doing that this year, and it's on our outdoor fan. And my husband is very annoyed by this. Like, he's like, we need to get rid of the bird's nest now. He's about ready to just... Completely destroy it. And I think that's silly because we don't even use that fan. And it's just nature. And I think that's really cool, honestly, for the the little babies.
1: So it's a robin's nest, you think, that's been built on your ceiling fan? Is this on a porch?
2: It's like an outside little pergola kind of situation.
3: It's a robin's nest. It's sweet. They're popping up all over our
1: backyard. They look for places to build that they think is safe and predator-free. And obviously, uh, you guys have been deemed not to be a predator. So uh, congratulations (laughs) on that. But they might be wrong in that assumption, it sounds like.
4: I know. I don't want them to be wrong. Now, (laughs) robins are very territorial birds. I'm sure every time you go on the porch, they're probably squawking at you.
2: Well, maybe. But I don't know. That's part of the spring charm.
1: Yeah, and, I guarantee and think about you, the
2: poop too, right?
1: if you're out there around it and Mama's not there, she's nearby. She's yeah. watching, yeah. Yeah. Especially, like especially if there's eggs in it already. Uh, they will get very angry. Is he
3: trying to knock it down with eggs in it? Well, it doesn't have eggs in it yet, but I
2: know that it's coming, and I just want them to have a nice, safe
3: place. Is there a way if you touch a nest? Dave, this might be a question for you as a bird nerd. If you touch a nest, like not with your hands, maybe a glove, and move the physical nest, will they still use it? I
1: don't know. if they, I don't I think they're going to mess with it if you touch it, but I think moving it might really throw them off a little bit. I I mean, unless you just moved it over maybe a couple of feet away, but even then, I don't know. They. They're... Pretty particular man. You, you talking about moving it
4: to the neighbor's
1: ceiling fan <laughs> over there? You know, no,
3: just like in a space that isn't a fan, because if you're entertaining guests yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. it's odd out. No, we don't even use that fan. You don't even use the fans. So it's okay. weird that it's bothering him.
1: Yeah, maybe you would if there wasn't a bird nest on it. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> so, uh, is it safe to say that maybe like uh, your maternal instincts are taking over here, and you're like, "That's a mama. She's." Gotta put she her eggs. Take and, care of her babies. Yeah, take care of her babies. You think that's got something to do with it, Jen?
3: Absolutely. I am definitely in mama bird mode. <laughs> oh, mama bird. Oh, boy.
1: <laughs>
3: all I'm right. sure there's like papa birds out there, like some dudes that agree with you. Yeah. Big Dave, I know. I already uh, well, know. We I, don't even have to go you know around the room. Yeah, you
1: know where my. All Partner. right. Well, let's make your closing argument here, Jen, before we go to the jury today.
2: Okay. I think that we should leave the bird's nest where it is because we don't even use that fan. And it would be sad for the mama bird to just not know where to put her little babies.
1: Okay. You're so a member number one Statman.
4: man. Yeah. Uh, how much rent does that bird pay? <laughs> who, pays, who pays the, the lease on the house? Oh my gosh. Uh, I think it's eviction notice time. Look, the bird could set up a nest in another tree. Just get it out of there quickly so it still has time to build another one somewhere else because they're territorial. It's going to get more annoying to be outside on your porch that you probably won't even use it through the spring. And, well, it's your house. Own it.
3: Evict the bird. Bye-bye. I'm going to go Team Jen. I just say leave it. We actually let a fern completely die because of a bird's nest. We couldn't touch it. Uh, And you say you don't use the fan anyway. So what's the point? Team Jen.
1: Team Jen. Well, like you said Mm -hmm. earlier, Ashley, uh, you know I'm going to go Team Jen because I am a giant bird nerd. And uh, I find them fascinating. A few years ago, we had one under the deck. At my house, and I actually live streamed it in the afternoon. I put my phone up there, kind of catty corner to it, and would Facebook live it through the day and watch the robin come in and out oh from my the nest. Goodness. And uh, once the eggs were there, it was exciting. But I, like I said, I'm a bird nerd. But by yep. two to one, uh, we have sided with you, Jen, Mama Bird, as you said you were. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll see, though. I think the B105 audience has got lots of opinions through the app and also at 749-B105. Okay? Okay. We'll see. Just don't name them.
2: No, I- I'll hold <laughs> off on that. <laughs>
1: Line them up, B105 jury. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave show. Who was right last night? Oh, it's about a robin's nest on a built one on the ceiling fan on their porch. Jen called in, wants to keep it. Tim, her husband, says let's get rid of it. By two to one, we sided with Jen, but let's see what our B105 jury has to say. Pam from Carlisle, uh, you're on team Tim as well. Why is that?
2: I kind of agree with Scott. You know, you need to get rid of it now before it becomes a problem. I'm all about, you know, the birds building their nests. I think it's great. But when you're trying to sit out there and enjoy the weather, and especially if you have friends over and you're sitting there eating or whatever, and all of a sudden, the bird decides to relieve itself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As they they often do, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much, Pam. Appreciate it. Tammy from Oxford is Team Jen. Why is that, Tammy?
2: Because birds build an S behind like our house numbers every year. And I tell my husband he's not allowed to take it down. And just two days ago, he said, there's them um, birds are back. And I'm um, fed. There's no way you're
1: moving those birds. Mm -hmm. They know it's a safe place for them.
2: It's an awesome place for them. It's perfect.
1: All right. Well, thank you very much. You should put a little for sale sign on it next year. (laughs) Thank you, Tammy. Appreciate it
2: you're welcome team jen
1: all righty uh katie from bridgetown says uh she is on team tim it's because of something that's on the birds what's that
2: So a few years ago we actually had a robin's nest outside our front porch steps and we would get a little ladder and kind of look up in there and keep an eye on them and then one day the eggs appeared and then one day the birds were born they were so cute but then one day we ended up getting bird mites all over us me and my husband My children, all in our clothes. Wild birds can have bird mites. They're they're worse than
3: fleas. They're so tiny and they're so itchy. I've never heard of that, bird nerd. What about you? you uh, Bird
1: mites. It's a new one on me. I've seen the clover mites before. The little red ones that when you smush them they look like blood, but that's not. Yeah, actually, like they're the
3: the same size as
4: those little red ones. Okay. Yeah, that that's enough for me. Yeah. Eviction notice <laughs> is posted.
2: Yes, I heard it on the radio. I said no, no, no. I have to call in right now. Well, we thank you very it.
1: much, Katie. Appreciate it.
2: Thanks,
1: guys. Todd from New Richmond is also Team Tim. Why is that, buddy?
5: Uh, most time you put a ho- white hose up there, a half the hose up there, and they just burst. Thinking
1: to be like a snake. Birds don't like snakes. So that'll get rid of them and you don't have to worry about it. Oh, not turn yep. the
4: water on and flood them out. Right. You mean scare them no, with the hose? Cut her,
5: no, cut her a small, bright hose off, <laughs> like a two foot piece and lay, lay it up there.
1: Oh. And they'll never come it's back. It's kind of like a never come back. A field, but yeah. a big yeah. yeah. snake on a fence. All right, yeah. That's well, thank, thank you very much, buddy. Appreciate it. Yep.
3: So you could either, you know, cut you a little piece of fake hose there or Lisa wrote in and said they had a similar situation with the outdoor fan. They evicted the bird, but it was relentless and kept coming back. And they found these silver twirly sticks on Amazon to, to deter the birds. And it works.
0: Really?
1: Silver
3: hmm. twirly sticks.
0: All right. Look for silver <laughs> twirly sticks. Alexa. <laughs> this is the Big Dave Podcast.
2: You can call me, buddy, if you don't, it'll count as your loss. Because I'm the one who can chill with you and make you tater tots. Tater, tater, I love tater
0: tots.
1: B-105, the Big Dave show. So that was, uh, as far as we knew at the time, an anonymous listeners response to my non-negotiable must love tater tot song (laughs) and this was very clandestine from the start this was sent to us from a friend of ours who said it was from a friend who's a friend of hers
3: yes and i was like okay this is a long line here let's get to the bottom of this so
1: now we have gotten to the bottom of the wonderful miley cyrus parody there (laughs) and her name is beth and she joins us now good morning beth Good morning, guys. Okay, so you were inspired by my song to do your answer back to it.
2: I was. I was inspired because you, I don't know, I just found you interesting, and then I thought, oh, my gosh, he's totally describing me.
1: Okay, so in the song, we're (laughs) going to run this down now. So I said uh, between, I I wrote the damn thing. I can't even remember what I said. Uh, 42 and 56, right? Yep. That's my uh, age parameters. So where do you fall in that? Forty nine. Forty nine. Okay, you
4: fit that. Uh, All right. uh, He
1: prefers brunettes. I'm brunette.
4: Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect.
1: That's nice. Checks the next box. Checks the next box. That's a good one. Then the tater tots. What's your take on them?
3: Love
1: them. Well, wait. We're jumping ahead of that (laughs) because we know you love that. I want to know. You don't have any profile pictures with Snapchat filters, do you? I don't even know
3: how to do. Okay. Good. There we go. I like that. Beth, are you currently on any dating apps? How long have you been single? Um, I am not a dating app person.
1: Okay. Yeah, well, I could throw that in there, too. I'm really not that good at it either. Yeah, Big so. Dave
3: is not good at well, it. Well, Beth, did you give it a shot? Did you at least try a dating app once? A long, long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Some people aren't aren't about them, and that's okay. Yeah, because it's just not my there, thing. There's other ways to uh, meet people like this
1: right here. Yeah, through a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. Have them send in a message to <laughs> Ashley. Now,
3: now
2: you're on the air. That's what I figured would happen.
1: All yeah. right. So you oh. say though you said in the song that you don't know me. Uh-huh. How did you become aware of me then?
3: Uh, when my friend played your video.
1: Oh, okay. All and then, right,
3: and then she got inspired to sing the song. So, Beth, tell us just just a little bit about yourself, like an elevator pitch. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I'm a nurse. I have two kids. I mean, I guess I said that in the thing. I don't know. I don't really date a lot because I figured something would come my way,
3: and here it is.
1: Where are you a nurse?
3: Children. And how old are your kids? 19 and 21.
1: Okay, uh, they right. grown.
4: That gives you the freedom to they go they grown. Mm-hmm. They've A little, little yeah, older so than
1: mine. Finally,
3: I have a little freedom. Right. I've got a That's...
1: seventeen and a fourteen. So
3: Perfect. you're getting there.
1: Yeah, I'm almost there.
3: Almost an empty yeah. nester. Okay, so you seem to check all the boxes. Mm-hmm. I, I'd love to learn a little bit more about you. See,
4: uh, Ashley and I are are doing the editing. We're vetting out the dates for Dave. What's uh <laughs> what would like a, a fun weekend for you look like?
2: Oh my gosh. I'm kind of a homebody, but I love being social too. So really anything around the city would be fun. Those kind of contradict
4: each other.
3: Well, you got to, it's a little bit of balance. I yeah. understand no that. Homebody, like, I don't need to be fancy shancy. Wined and dined okay. every single night. Yeah. Beth, with our job, we have to go to bed extremely early. Mm-hmm. It's like we're all 95.
4: 9.30 is a really good time. Yes, see, a nurse. You okay. probably have worked oh, yeah. some crazy schedules. Uh,
3: no, I'm the same every day.
4: Well, well now, yeah, I'm
3: totally the same every day. But What's, you're you're okay with so Dave going to bed early? I'm ready to go to bed at nine thirty.
1: Uh, okay. You, I got you an hour on you there because yeah, I'm eight thirty too. I'm hey, tapping.
3: <laughs> cool. So she's not expecting to be out. But I just
1: want to let you guys know right now: uh, there's no plan for Beth to stay over at my house. I the way you're. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: Let's have coffee. Are you okay with
1: Dave uh, going to bed an hour before you go to Uh, sleep?
3: Some people, you know, want to text or talk on the phone late into the night, and you're not that guy.
1: Mm -mm. Yeah, I'm pretty much uh, done at eight o'clock.
3: Yeah, tapped out. Yeah. But, That's reasonable. Let's see. If so, I had to be
2: ready to rock at 5 a.m., I would be. I'd be done.
3: So she understands.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Now this is a question. Both. I'll ask you first, Dave. Yes. What do you say? Maybe if, if schedules allow for lunch with Beth, mm-hmm. like next Wednesday, like middle of the week, because I'm, I'm sure everybody's busy on the
1: weekend. Sure. I'd be open to that. What about you, Beth? Uh,
3: how about Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> well, probably her work schedule. Uh, Thursday. I have yeah.
1: Schedule yeah. yeah,
3: that's right. Thurs. Are you off? I'm assuming on Thursday. Yeah, I'm, off. I'm off next Thursday. Okay, and I know that we're in a meeting. I keep Big Dave's schedule over here. I know so let you me got, just got my see- syllabus, but that's we're- all
1: right. I can go after the meeting.
3: I say the twentieth at one well, p.m. Okay. Ooh. Oh, okay, now we got to really pick up. a place. Wait, so, we. Uh, I just set your date and time.
1: Okay, look, you
3: want to pick the place. Hey, I don't I know. You're it.
1: better at this than I am. Obviously, uh, here, Beth, go for well.
3: it, Beth. What side of town do you live on? Uh, east side. Okay, so we're already over here in Oakley.
1: How far away from uh, Oakley do you live? Not so far. We, you know, we have a wonderful cantina here at the uh, oh station. My, the break room. The oh break room. No. Come in, <laughs> you know.
3: There, I know it's not tater tots, but that mecazamel. That it's Mexican, right over there. It's like super fun.
1: I don't know. I'll have to take your word for that, but yeah. I
3: guess we, gotta, I, we got know, a little I, bit of time to figure out yeah, where
1: to go. Yeah, yeah, that's, garage, that's, right that's right not, over a, here. you know, there's surreal. a bunch of different We got, got a week it's... and a day or two, so.
3: Thursday the 20th, 1 p.m., location TBD. Sounds good to me.
1: Does that sound right? Oh, my gosh. Look Big at that. Big Dave's
4: going on oh, yes. a date. Yes.
0: Oh, my Woo!
1: God. <laughs> I don't I think this excited. is a date, though. This is like a lunch
0: date.
3: Lunch is a date. Day. Yes. Beth, I'm so excited for you, Big Dave.
0: I- I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called "Blinded by the Item." A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the
3: fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
3: I'm clearly over the moon.
4: And it's lunch. There's no heavy expectations. Yeah, it's not like yeah. you guys got to go out afterwards. It's just eating a meal together and getting to know each other.
3: We're not getting married that day.
4: No. Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And yeah. it doesn't matter what time I go to bed because it's lunch.
3: It's perfect. Yeah. I'm so excited. And you didn't have to go on a dating app to meet her.
1: No. And which proves I just wasted 1995 on Bumble <laughs> oh, no. for that. Hey, yes. that's okay. I have Sorry. a match in Phoenix, Arizona. You know,
2: you know what, Dave? I know people who've been married for a long time from a dating app.
3: Yeah. So well, no, that's there's a possibility
4: true. there. You're not, but- not closing that door
1: yet, you're saying.
3: Oh, you can close the door. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> love okay. It. I love this.
1: All right. Well, wait, wait. We have to ask. How tall are you, Beth?
3: Um, five three.
1: Okay. So I'm almost a foot taller than you.
3: No, no. nothing's wrong with five three. No, nothing's hey, wrong with that. You know what? Maybe our B one hundred and five listeners can help on where you should go
1: to lunch. Oh, for God's sake! We're going to drag them into this now. Well,
4: why not? They might have should. some great ideas. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, we'll see, yeah, Beth. The- we'll have to stay in touch and figure this out. Okay.
4: Uh,
2: you have my number. I guess I don't. Do you guys have? I got it. (laughs) This
3: is great.
1: Ashley's like my personal dating assistant over there, and Stats, her assistant, and it's like whatever. It's perfect. All right, we're good to go, Beth. Okay, sounds good. Perfect.
0: This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105,
1: the Big Dave show. So last hour, uh, we heard from the lady who wrote the song in response to my must love tater tot song to the Miley Cyrus flower song. I can make you tater tots. (laughs) So we got her on the phone, found out she is a nurse at Children's Hospital named Beth.
3: A brunette nurse.
1: Yeah. And uh, we actually agreed from Stat and Ashley's prodding, to go out on a lunch date woo, next, woo. is it next Thursday? Well, it's right? Thursday, yeah, I'm already actually already put it in
3: your calendar. Ashley you already invite. sent me a
1: calendar invite <laughs> to make sure, thanks a lot. This no is problem. what I do it. All right, so uh, we're not sure where to go for lunch, and uh, lots of people have been wanting to weigh in here, and uh, Casey from Williamsburg, you got a place for us to dine.
2: Yes, the nation, they have tater tots there.
1: The nation, oh. where is that?
2: That is in Kentucky. Um, Oh, my gosh. I can't remember exactly where it is. It's, like, over by um, Keystone Bar and Grill. That's over there, too. Covington. Okay, yeah, by the
1: uh, Roebling Suspension Bridge and all that.
2: Yes. Okay. So, they have tater tots, loaded tater tots. I think that's a great first place for
0: a Mm. date.
1: All right. We're going nationwide is what you're saying. (laughs)
0: Yes. All right.
1: Thank you very much, Casey. Appreciate it.
0: All right. uh,
1: uh, uh, Jamie from Cincinnati says she's got a cool place. What do you got, Jamie?
2: It's called the High Mark. It's on Riverside Drive, which some people still know it as Kellogg Avenue. Yes. He does. So you're on the river, like the river's behind you. Oh. But he does like wings, burgers, salads. But what's neat is in his basement, he has retro video, like arcade games and pinball machines and stuff. And oh. I think it would be like really low pressure. You know what I mean? Like you guys could have fun. You could laugh while you're trying to get to know each other.
1: What's the name of it again? High Mark. Hi, uh, Mark. Yeah. All right. That's fine. All right. Uh, well, thank you very much, Jamie.
2: You're welcome. Bye. Uh,
1: bye-bye. And I'm afraid to get this suggestion, but our good friend Scarecrow has called in <laughs> with a perhaps a dining location for us. Scarecrow, what do you have?
5: Hey, dude, I eat at Domino's off and on, and they've got those, oh, man, these Philly cheesesteaks that they've got
3: that's over tater tots. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Philly cheesesteak tater, tater tots? fantastic. I think, Dave, you've, like, actually commented on their commercial that's run on TV. Oh, have I? I'm pretty sure. Right. Oh, my gosh. They are
1: so good. Okay. Well, get all right, Scarecrow. Uh, well, I'll, I'll just, put that on the list. Let's find I a... I they
5: ask him to hold the green peppers, but,
1: man, <laughs> I'm telling you, they're really good. <laughs> Thank you, Scarecrow. Appreciate it, honey. You're welcome. Good luck, dude. Thanks, baby. Uh, Chris from Georgetown uh, has uh, an idea. Says, forget the tots and go for the tacos. What do you got here? Coronados, right there in Oakley. Coronados,
3: not condados. Yes. Is it a different thing. What is yeah. it? I know condados. Oh,
1: but maybe we're all saying it, it, it wrong. A- Listen, when it comes <laughs> yeah. to anything that has to do with food, I trust Ashley to know the name Pretty of sure. the place. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> either way, though, great right. food.
1: Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it.
3: All right. and Michael Curtis is weighed in on the b105 app and says Dave and Beth should go to Alexandria Brewing Company in Alexandria and maybe a certain officer can sneak and give updates oh, oh, hey that's where you guys got engaged uh, maybe we could
4: have another engagement oh, happen there geez, let's just listen to listen
1: to this guy over <laughs> here my god it's a think, lunch date
3: I'm just thinking of Nick trying to be disguised there's no way <laughs> no no
1: <laughs> I can spot him a mile away <laughs> <laughs>
0: He probably looked like Inspector Gadget over there, <laughs> trench coat, dark shape. This is the Big Dave Podcast.
1: B105, the Big Dave show uh, through the years, literally one of our favorite people to talk to when he calls into the show. And wouldn't you know it, he just so happens to be coming to Lori's Roadhouse in Westchester this Saturday night. We got Craig Morgan. Hey, what's up, buddy? Big howdy, how y'all doing? Oh, we're doing great Uh, You are literally the friendliest guy Not only in country music, I think in the entire music business I think they should crown you that (laughs) Well, I don't know I I am until I ain't Oh, (laughs) well we'll stay on your good side Yeah, (laughs) you're kind of like Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse It's Be nice (laughs) until it's time to not be nice Is that (laughs) what you're saying? That's exactly right (laughs) My favorite
5: thing is never misinterpret my kindness for weakness.
3: Oh. That's right. I hear that.
0: Oh, that's With a not, there.
4: I, I like that. Put that on a shirt. Hey, uh, I, I'm kind of <laughs> curious about this big adventure race that you're going to be taking part in. You're running, mountain biking. Uh, tell me more about this. It's pretty extreme. Yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. You know, I've
5: always been, I didn't think I was what people call an adrenaline junkie. I just—I've always done that. These kind of things, you know, from jumping out of planes to, to whatever it may be, motorcycling,
4: racing, you know, whatever. Yeah, you're not a junkie at all. No signs of that. <laughs> I, I think everybody should try these things. <laughs> well, I don't know about this. This one's multi-day and multi-miles. What, what's all involved?
5: A lot of mountain biking,
4: uh, and they say at some points in the in the course,
5: you literally have to carry your bike. And, and as well, there's hiking or running through the woods. The team I'm on, it's my my son, my son-in-law, and my buddy uh, from Colorado who's a big mountain biker. So th- the funny thing is, the four of us each are scared of being the guy that slows everybody down. So we're liable to kill one another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were doing good until Craig got it. A- <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's a lot of fun. You know, uh, I enjoy training. I enjoy you know uh, health is it, a big thing to me. That and my faith are, are two things that I spend a lot of time and effort studying
1: and working on. No doubt about that. And, uh, I mean, what a career you've carved out for yourself. Well, thanks to y'all. Uh, no kidding. And I say this all the time. I get to do what I do.
5: Not because of social media. Not because of TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And I'm grateful for all those mm-hmm. outlets now. But if it weren't for country radio, people wouldn't know who Craig
1: Morgan is and know about my music. My, I have a career thanks to y'all. Well, you have a Aww. lot of great music, no doubt.
3: And uh, another person that's probably very thankful for Country Radio, is Lainey Wilson. I see on your Instagram that you just gave her a, a huge shout-out, a post all to her. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about you know, your love for Lainey? I just love
5: who she is. I love her how she represents our format. She's a real singer, and she is country, uh, and she's has got a, just a beautiful soul. She's a wonderful person. I, I love seeing people in our genre uh, have success. But it's so gratifying to see someone in our format having the success that she's having and be the person that she is. She's just a very kind, wonderful, grateful human. She's fun to be around, and we just love her. Uh, I mean, our our family loves her. I had the privilege of writing with her, you know, before she really blew up, and we we had fun writing and and her story, you know, what she did to become the Lainey Wilson that people know and hear today. She put a lot of work and effort and time into it, so it's always rewarding. And, you know, and and, and quite honestly, this format's that's rough on females, it, it can be tough, and she's just a beast. It's no longer about her being a female. She is just like a leader in the genre, and her being a female has nothing to do with
1: it. (laughs) Oh, absolutely doesn't. But you've had quite the career yourself, Craig. And we will just before we let you go, we, we want to remind everybody Lori's Roadhouse. You're going to be there this Saturday night in Westchester. I do need to know one thing, though, because I mean, your music reaches a new generation of fans each day through radio, also through those social media channels that you mentioned. When you're doing the show, what song of yours from your just big catalog of hits, does it seem to resonate the most with the kids you see in the audience that probably weren't around when you put that out? I'm always fascinated by Almost Home. It's a
5: slower song. It is a really, really country song. But even this younger generation seems to love that song. But the one that you know, gone viral, so to speak, or whatever, is the international harvester. And you know, I, I see these so people out there singing, the song and, and it's to what you said. I look at them, and go, you know, that song came out before they were born. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it makes you feel it's good that it. you're yeah. the one that wrote it and sung it, isn't it?
5: Hey, hey, to be able to sing something that moves people, and and to write things that that move people, those are the rewarding efforts. You know, that that's ultimately that's what we all should be trying to do. Is is make this place a better place. And wherever you put your feet is that place. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we're doing that in every way we can. Well, Craig
1: Morgan, you're awesome. We can't wait to see you back here in Cincinnati. And good luck in that uh, race you described that just made me tired listening to (laughs) it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Looking forward to it, and more so looking forward to seeing you guys out there. Thank you. Craig Morgan, everybody. Thank you, buddy. Thank
1: you all. Yeah, you better get tickets, too, for that show Saturday night, because from what we understand, it's close to selling out right now. So if you want to see him, hop over to B105.com and find it there.
0: This is the Big Dave Podcast.
1: Okay, let's start our good vibes today by going back in time a ways to 1885. Grover Cleveland was the president. Niagara Falls was officially named a state park. The Statue of Liberty arrived in New York's Harbor. Holy cow. And the Cincinnati Reds were playing their fourth season of baseball. Way back. Okay. And it's also when Andrew Clark's great-great-grandparents had a baby girl named Hattie. Now, why is that significant? Because since that day in 1885, Andrew's direct line of descendants has had nothing but boys. Starting with his great-grandparents, grandparents, grandparents, and, of course, his parents, a streak of 138 years. Now, Andrew is one of three boys. His dad is also one of three boys. His grandfather, one of four boys, and his great-grandpa, one of two boys. Now, Andrew told his wife, Carolyn, about this while they were dating, and she was a little skeptical. But after checking with his parents, she found out it was true. There had been no girls born in their family in 138 years. That's insane. After getting married, soon, Carolyn was expecting, would she break the streak? Nope. (laughs) Four years ago, the couple welcomed yet another male into the family tree when their son Cameron came into the world. Now, after unsuccessfully trying for another child for three years, they'd all but given up when Carolyn became pregnant again. Her friends all told her, there's a 50-50 chance you break the streak this time. (laughs) And Carolyn jokingly replied, history is not on my side. But still, back in September, they gathered all their friends and family for a gender reveal party. Neither Andrew or Carolyn knew the sex of the baby, but they had arranged for their OBGYN to reveal it to a local baker who made up some special cookies. (laughs) And inside the cookies would either be blue frosting or pink frosting. Carolyn said she'd figure she'd take a bite and it would be blue. But guess what? And it was. It was a girl. Finally, 138 years in the making for this Michigan family. So, on March 17th of this year, St. Patrick's Day, it wasn't green, but it was pink, as Andrew and Carolyn welcomed Audrey Marie Clark into the world, the first baby girl born into their family in 138 years. It It
3: broke the streak. Absolutely (laughs) broke the
1: streak. And Carolyn shared her feelings with Good Morning America.
3: It was just joy, you know, just that she was here and healthy. I got my girl, so.
1: You got your girl. It took a long time, but she finally arrived. So to Andrew, Carolyn, Cameron, and now... Audrey, thank you for the good vibes this
0: morning. B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning we
1: got Sierra who is happy to just get out of the house and get to work at Amazon because she has five kids. My goodness, Sierra. (laughs) That's awesome. They keep you They keep you busy, don't they?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay, well, let's get that, up. well, this morning, mother of five joke of the day. What do you got?
2: My son stumped me the other day. He asked me, Mom, does Lightning McQueen have car insurance or life insurance?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. It's awesome. Because he's both a, a talking car and just a car. I, that is, I don't know. <laughs> Can he get a comprehensive policy on that one, Sierra? I don't know. (laughs) Perhaps they sell them through Amazon. Thank you for that this morning. We appreciate the conundrum there.
0: Thank you. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.